0: well welcome back as we continue our walk through the the gospels Rick Hunter with me Uh, so glad he's with us and I hope you're enjoying this and I hope you're subscribing that you're hitting like you're hitting the bell for notifications and that you share it with your friends so that as we said last week one can then produce 30 60 and 100 fold we are in verse 21 of Mark chapter 4 he said to them do you bring in a lamp to put it under a bowl or a bed Instead, don't you put it on its stand. For whatever is hidden is meant to be disclosed, and whatever is concealed is meant to be brought out into the open. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. Consider carefully what you hear, he continued. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you even more. Whoever has, whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. Well. This is not this it sounds almost disjointed mm-hmm. it, almost like reading through the the proverbs you know when people say they want to read through the proverbs I'll say don't just read one proverb because they aren't necessarily connected. connected the first part verses 21 through 23 i think that's a discrete unit um we can see that what is the purpose of a light if you bring christ into your life what is the purpose of this it is not to validate what you already believe it is not to say attaboy to what you're already doing it's to shine light in some of the corners of your life and reveal some things that you may not want revealed but they need to be revealed but it will also do some other things it will reveal some strengths now I could use illustrations of the, the bad things, the faults and the flaws that light has shown to me. But I'll just do it. I'm going to go to the more positive. Because of the light of Christ, he showed me that I could talk about Jesus. As an introvert, as a person that loves silence and books. And I've never taken a speech class or a sermon class. Or how, I always felt terribly, no, this... I'm not the one to stand. A few years ago, Lipscomb asked me to speak at this big event and right in front of me, they announced Leonard Allen was in the crowd and he was now part and everybody's applauding. And then right after me, John Mark Hicks was gonna speak. And I'm thinking, nobody Mm -hmm. needs this. Nobody needs my, what I'm about to say. I turned to Cammie right before I got up and I said, the next announcement's gonna be, oh, and the apostle Paul has just shown up And I'm going to have to stand up there in front of him. I've always felt that the only reason I was able to do anything I've been able to do good is because Jesus did it. The Holy Spirit did it. And so light will not just show you your faults. It will show you your hidden strengths that you never realized you had. But the coming of light in John chapter 1, all of the Gospel of John, but John chapter 1 sets it up, light and darkness, light and darkness, so bring God in, and as we ended last week, expect change, if you don't like change, you pick the wrong universe, Uh, everything changes, now that's, I see that, and then I hear, consider carefully what you hear, and I'm going to kick this back over to you in just a second, but I do want to warn people as an ex shrink, paying attention to what you are hearing is very, very important. We have whole genres of music that denigrate women that denigrate people that glorify wealth, glorify wild sexual harm and misuse it matters and and by the way if you're thinking oh he's only picking on one genre no no I told Cammie once somebody needs to do a doctoral study maybe just a master study at this level uh, watching all of this uh, country music award and country music you know they have several Academy of country music all of them and note how many performers thank Jesus and how many of them thank Jesus for songs that celebrate adultery or alcohol or the like, and I 'm going, you know, um, it doesn't matter the genre, it matters the song, what the words are saying. You also need to be careful who you're following on social media. you need to be careful who you're following politically, religiously. be very careful, consider carefully what you hear and it's not just the source, but it's also what they actually said he goes on there i would just put it this way i'm so tired of twitter and facebook and things saying you know so and so really owned the libs when they did this and you mm-hmm. click on it and i'm going no i don't think so mm-hmm. and the other they really owned the you know the um, the conservatives on this one blew the conservative away and i'm listening to it going no i don't i don't hear that either mm-hmm. but when we've chosen a side we don't hear What was actually said we just hear the cheer for our team i think we need to pay a very close attention who are we listening to and i'll say this last one in a shrink way um yeah back in the i think it was 70s thomas harris wrote the book i'm okay you're okay horrible title for a book but it's about transactional analysis and later he and other people wrote a book called staying okay and a very very good therapeutic book and one of the questions that they would ask people is who told you to be ashamed or who told you to do this And if they said no it's just in my head they'd say and who did that sound like you know um was it your father who never valued you was that the, was it an aunt that to you whose voices are you listening to in your head and since Satan is called the father of lies and the slanderer. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot going on here. And everything I've said has been a bit disjointed. So I'm going to have you throw a rope over it and, 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 <laughs> and, and, and bring it to heel. Yeah.
1: This, the, the concept of the, the, uh, the lamp under the basket or, yeah. or, or the, the bed, I think we can we can get with that kind of uh, um you know in in the sense that okay you would never do that you put it somewhere where you can give light. Mm-hmm. and but then when you take it over and put it into what Christ is doing specifically because he's he's obviously not talking about how you can light up your whole house he's talking specifically why why I'm doing this this kind of way and um and, and that is you're going to give light and and part of our sh- challenge today in society is that we struggle with with people who want to be or want to give light, and then there's the other group that says, "Look, I'm doing my own thing, I'm doing what I want to do, I am not light, I don't intend to be light, I don't care to be light, don't follow me don't and but then. When you walk with Jesus, or you accept Him as your Savior, when you move there, you automatically—to use the term we did before—you automatically are in the stream with Him. Mm-hmm. It comes with the territory, you know. And um, and so this this being light means that that I I need to do first of all, if this is the this is what I'm doing, then I need to do this thing. If if I'm representing people, then I need to represent. All of them, their, their best interests, and the best interests of everybody, and then, and then on top of that, how God is moving through all of this in society. He came, you know, to set the captives free. He came, you, you know, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He came to make a change and to bring people together to move us forward. And if it is what God is saying, if if this is what God has told us to, that, then that's what our mandate you know is to do and when we lose that integrity um or either we lose sight of because as you know professor told me once i was working on on a dissertation that when you can't understand why a certain thing is the way that it is and nothing makes sense to keep it that way go follow the money yeah. He said always. The first thing you do is go follow that money and then you can find out why women can't say anything. Yeah. You know, or either or either um you find out why y- you can't do this with that group over there, or you find out why, you know, and um and that's a critical a critical thought, but but it's a, it's a struggling one. And the other thing I wanted to mention was today when we when we hear evangelical um we think of maybe something like liberty university and a certain movement sure. of people as as evangelical as a certain kind of thing yeah, um, they have, they have a list saying
0: if you you have to be this to be one be one yeah. and and
1: evangelical basically at its roots you know are people who tell others about Christ that i mean that that's at its usage and at its start that's what it meant. That's what the Bible always says it meant and means and that's not gonna change.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and so when we hear, especially as you're watching television, the news and stuff, the evangelical group, well, are they the only ones that, you know, that say they have a voice for God in this matter over here? Mm-hmm. Uh, it would never, uh, um, because he's called us a uh, matter of fact, uh, um, evangelicals became a separate kind of entity from, say, Catholic. You know, beca- right. be- because of the fact that the evangelicals say, okay, we got to go tell the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in in uh, in black church, you know, in America, that's that's very important, um, especially in in our generation right now. Older preachers, and younger ones were coming in, that's one thing. Do you know the story? Mm-hmm you know do do you, do you that that's that's what they needed do you know the story? do you know how to tell the story and that's part of the reason that that black preaching took on the trajectory that it did. Do you know how to tell what Jesus okay. is doing? do you know how, and so that always had a healthy dose of what Jesus is doing and how he's working you know and and changing do you know that that story well that's always been there we we society has moved off. That you know that that step, they moved off that platform. They're moving off of that platform um, because now it's not what Jesus is saying. He "What is this star saying? What mm-hmm. is this person?" Um, I was I was watching. I think it was some news program, and they and I won't go into any particular name, but they interviewed this particular hip hop rapper about. What his thoughts were on this political thing that was happening. And I said, Now, if he has studied this and he knows what he's <laughs> yeah. talking about, stuff mm-hmm. like that, I'm mm-hmm. very concerned. But because he has the latest song out there, you yeah. know, and he's saying this, then, the other, I could care less. You know, yeah. what we, I want somebody who. Who understands this over here, you know, telling me now if this person has that too, that's fine, bring up. But there was but there was no correlation with the two, other than the fact that this person has a lot of followers. Exactly. You know, and yeah. so to them, that's even evangel- I'm moving people a certain kind of way. When Christ said, No, this is always taught, you know, to this this gospel thing with me, moving it, um, moving in the world, moving through the world. And then he said, if anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. And, and that was not so much an indictment as it was, this is for those who want to hear. It's an invitation. We're open. Yes. yes. It's an invitation to, to them. And, and that's the key thing. It, it, it's not like I'm slamming the door on this, but I'm saying, if you have the ear here, come, come with me to, to, this, to this journey.
0: Um, your point is, is exceptionally Correct. Um, every time they bring an actor or actors to testify before Congress, I'm going, why? What's the point here? Or they'll bring somebody in who, uh, wants to testify about climate, um, or about uh, vaccine or about fruit washing. Like, uh, the, uh, uh, there's a certain covering they used to put on fruit to make it shinier Shiner. and people are going, Oh no. And then I'll try to look, well, what are the qualifications? You know, I I want to listen from the qualifications, and when I teach people about fear, because uh, I, I whenever I'm working with police officers or we're working with the medical profession, I talk about we live in a fear-soaked society, and I talk to them about our fears. I I ask them about the legitimacy of the people they're listening to. For I, I still don't understand this. You would be driving down the road listening to the radio if you're not listening to your your um, your own set of tunes commercial will come on and it will be about a dog food and then you'll hear somebody testimon- a testimonial on the commercial as if they're on a phone hi i'm bob from iowa and this worked for my dog why do you care about bob from iowa is bob real we know he owns a telephone that's all we know <laughs> or that he's in a studio and he made it sound like he had a telephone or there'll be somebody on TV with a white coat talking to you about a vitamin or something. And I'm going, well, I need to know who that person is. What are the qualifications? Um, <clears throat> one of the things I learned early was before you follow somebody, figure out if you want to go where at, they, they are and where they're headed. For example, there's not one Hollywood person that would willingly trade life with me. Not one but I don't want their life. They would look upon me as boring. I've been married to the same woman 44 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't spend my life with extra money. You know, I have enough. Uh, I think most of us always want the month and the money to end at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they wouldn't like that. Uh, they, they go to get awards given to them and at the awards they're given a big basket Or $20,000 of stuff in it. I'm going, they didn't need that. But for some reason, they need this constant feeding. Be very careful who you're listening to. They may not know what they're talking about. And as I put it to people before, when you listen to a commercial, ask yourself, is this for their benefit or mine? And the answer is almost always, it's for them. They get money off of this, they get power off of this. So you get to choose whether you listen to them or not. And we've come through it, haven't we? With COVID, it's whoever you listen to determined how you're going to treat your brother or sister. And I'm going, you know, people, science is never settled. It always moves, expect things to be changed. So believe who you believe, check them out, do the best you can. Due diligence, but love one another that law trumps all others. Let's, um, the last verse there, verse 25, you know, whoever has will be given more. Whoever, who doesn't have, even what they have will be taken from them. I am never happy with the explanations I've been given for this. I've been given, if you don't use what you have, then as the Old Testament says, rust will be a witness against you. And you will lose what you have. If you use what God gives you, God will give you more. That kind of answers it. Um, Another person put it to me this way. He said, in a church, when you need something done, do not go ask somebody who's not doing anything. Go ask the busiest person you can think of. Because it's the busy people who are willing to do more. The people who don't do anything won't do anything. It seemed a bit cynical. There's some truth to it, but I still struggle with verse 25. When you've read this, you've studied, oh, I had another question. Don't answer that question first because I had another one. Mm -hmm. You said something which really, and and I'm speaking out of complete ignorance here, so I need you to inform me. You talked about the black church uses story a lot. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't speak for all the white churches, but the ones I grew up in were fundamentalist. They would have not referred to themselves as evangelical because that was a denominational term, but they were. Not so much stories. You know, there were illustrations, um, but a lot of hellfire, a lot of fear and shame. I would have reacted a lot better to stories in the black churches is the hellfire and the shame. Is that as big a thing or story? Is it good news of story? It. it you
1: know the um, hellfire and brimstone has 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 always been there. Okay. Uh, um, it's its impact and its current application is starting to recede. Well, has started to recede into the background, not because of the reality or non-reality or another way of looking at it is simply because grace is starting to march oh, in. Oh man, that's okay. Great. Okay. Okay, and so as as grace started to march in, then then grace is is automatically going to put a light, like we talked about on on okay. everything and it's it's not going to put just like a match light. It's going to put one of those lights like you see advertised on on television where you flash it on and and it's like the sun (laughs) that that, you know you can see everything or like stage lights like we're under you know right right now that's why every they do so much to make people right because the light is and and so now grace does that because of what god enthused grace with and made it be not because of the particularities of a person preaching, although everybody has different skill levels and stuff like that. Once that grace gets, gets moving and it's allowed to do what it does, it automatically is gonna push other things back that are not supposed to dominate this space with, with God because he's not trying to, to lose people, You know, contrary to other one. You know, um, everyone that is, is lost is a pain. You, you know and a cry and a tear and a, and a sadness so it was never you know you're lost and in good riddance to you it, It's it's you know that that's our particularities on the way the scripture works in in the west it was it would have never been thought about like that here because everybody needed each other to you know to to live and so um and and tell and the story is literally about making sure you keep Jesus at the front of what, you, you know, now, now that got convoluted, you know, behind exclusivism and the, the teaching. All the rules. It, you know, uh, it got convoluted, you know, in, in there, you, you know, and, 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 and you could go Jesus so far, but then teaching you me. had to make sure that, that if, if you didn't front load that sermon with hellfire and brimstone and you got to do this and you can't do that. If you didn't front load it, you better bring it in at, you know, at, at, the, at the back. But, but the story part of it remains the same. Tell us what Jesus is doing. You know, tell him how he's going to work this difference out in this world. Tell us how he's going to bring equality, how yeah. justice. I,
0: I like the way you're yeah. using present tense and future tense. Yeah. Instead of telling, tell them what Jesus did. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's. That's pretty That's pretty big. Yeah. Um, the word evangelism, ev- evangelical or evangelist. My mother is 92 years old. I took her to the doctor I, usually two or three times a week. She's got different doctors. You, you do that when you hit a certain age. And she introduced me as her son and she goes, he's a preacher. I immediately, you know, <laughs> little bit of a little spasm there because the word preacher doesn't it, it isn't a positive term in our culture to be preached at mm-hmm. and the preacher the hollerer up there the light um, and then um, but I, I think we don't call ourselves evangelist either because people think of like Billy Graham rallies or mm-hmm. um, you know something like that but as you've been talking about it the uh, evangel is good news it's the one who brings good news we should be the people that when people see us coming they anticipate good news not the church lady judgment news but good news and that's um frankly my wife and i actually work on this we want to be the people that when we enter the situation, people look forward to it because it's going to be good news. Um, and therefore, we are evangelist. But with the way that word's used often,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I always just tell people, I'm just a Christian. Um, and you know, I, anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Um, we've got, oh, a lot of time. we got... We've got 11 minutes or so left if you want to go on to growing seed or if you still wanted to work more with the first 25, because I interrupted you.
1: Oh, the, um, you had a second question that you asked. Do you... Uh,
0: the second one was really, how do you interpret 25? Because I'm, I still wrestle. Um, I've been told it's that if you use what you have, you'll get more. If you don't use what you'll have, you'll even lose that. Yeah. Is that what he's
1: really? The, the foundation part of it is is that but it's not that in the way we understand that today. It was not, it's not like I'm gonna strip you. It's not like when you tell your child, if you don't take care of your bike, I will never get you another one ever. Um, If you don't, Eat your vegetables. You can't have your dessert, mm-hmm. okay? Um, because that goes that, that goes too much to to the le- the exclu- the legalistic side of, of of impacting a a good behavior by threatening a bad one.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and um, and so the the concept of of taking away is it's not to be seen as God snatching but as you giving up, you giving up your right to know this. You're giving up your right to be able to see deeper into Christ and then to be able to journey further uh, in. If if I'm making sense, Uh, uh, a person who, a, a runner normally they don't start out r- running as fast, as hard as they're going to be able to, nor the distance. That's something that you build up to and stuff like that. And that's kind of true here is, is that it can't be looked at as God, I'm, I'm punishing you because first of all, there are people are different levels you know, with, with their faith and their movement. Somebody that started with a harder, crazier background and just just made it to saying thank you jesus and i and i love you you know And you're saying well that's a little bit for all that god has done for you mm-hmm. but you haven't considered what they got to and yeah. the, when the child that grew up in church with loving parents and and god and and all the things around them and you know and they say oh, oh okay you know thank you jesus well is that all you have to to say and so it's more of the sense that You you give away the right to be able to go with God in this in other words God can't pour into you something that you're not willing to receive Okay, and we just think of our kids with 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 that There's the one child that you had that you look forward to pouring things into because that child's got it And however, they got it. I've gotten this one over here you know, this one over here. I don't know what happened to this one over here, but not, takes, takes after the mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You know, and so that's that's the thing we've got to look at um, with this passage. Is it's not a a fact of being snatched away. It's the fact that you, that the Holy Spirit never is able to at never to that particular point in time able to get you where you where the Spirit wanted you to be. Where and remember, where the Spirit wants you to be is where you're able to be. See, it's not like me saying um, uh, I, I want to be an ultra marathoner when I have not run a marathon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that that's just not going to happen. Uh, um, this the, the, you know the spirit knows where this this thing can go. Will you allow the spirit to take will you allow the spirit to humble your heart to be able to apologize to somebody who wronged you? Because after that you got lit up, you know, and lit into to to them. Or are you going to wait? Um, are you going to see the need of you know what? I have this wealth, and there there's a cause here that needs to be addressed. Um, do I say well, it's mine? I got it. Go get yours. And do I say no? I have it. You know. And so what are you allowing God? Because this is a God thing that's pulling it it out. To you, because at certain on a certain level, all of us say, "Man, I, we struggle with. You know what? I, I don't drink. I don't. You know, I'm I'm frugal with this, so I can get this, and I'm living a good life. Why am I now paying for this person that spends two hundred and seventy-five dollars on that bottle of alcohol over there, and now they don't, they don't have. Okay, and so, so if we look at it at that way, we're always going to build a case because I didn't spend that money right. to do that. Um, but you, whatever it is that they gave up in that equation, you know, to, mm-hmm. to get there and do that, you know, our goal is always to be, always to have some redemption built into our movement, not not just the punitive side of correcting, but but if if there's not redemption when punitive has to be administered, it will never accomplish what God is doing in this world. Never. Because those two things always go together, um, okay. you know, with, with God.
0: Okay. Thank you. We've got time to take uh, a look at the seed, verses 26 through 29. Um, let see, I think that's, you want to read yeah, that? Yeah, I can read that
1: one. And he said, the kingdom of God, is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seeds should sprout and grow, he himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, after that the full grain and the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come.
0: All right, this is a parable that I've never heard a sermon on. You know, the, the mustard seed, yes, lampstand, so are many. But we kind of skip over this. But in science, I love this one. It embraces mystery, it, embla- it embraces our place in the universe. Um, we do not understand, I, we, we live in a universe where 97% of it, minimum, is made up of dark matter and dark energy, neither of which we can find. We cannot find 97% of our own universe, but we know it's there because of the effects on the things we can see. Well, whenever I tell people I believe in God, and I speak about a lot of things, I will bring up nature. And some of them will say, well, nature can be explained. And I'll say, only on a certain medial level, you get macro, or you get micro, micro. it can't be. Uh, the big movie while we're recording this, and remember we record way early, um, is Oppenheimer. And I went to see it. Um, it is rated R, so be aware. Uh, but the history behind it was great. They didn't do a lot of science because it's, it's for the masses. But here you have people arguing about, well, what does this atom do if it does this or that? when they set off the bomb, they didn't know if they might be ending the world, even just for the test. And it was that, and by the way, even more recently, the super collider in Europe, when they fired that one off, there was a question, will we end the universe? We don't know how things behave. And in Oppenheimer, they show that Einstein and Niels Bohr, uh, both massively intelligent physicists, disagreed with each other to the point of intentional, rather, I'm I'm sorry, um, extreme dislike for each other. We can't explain the universe. I think we should keep trying. I think Mm -hmm. God wanted us to keep trying. But he's saying, listen, kingdom of God is this. You do your job, he'll do his. You scatter seed on the ground. I got it from here. I, and as a minister before, uh, and we're still ministering, you know, exactly the feeling that I'm about to describe to you. I have worked very hard on a lesson and delivered it the best I could. And halfway through realized this thing is a lead Turkey. that <laughs> It is not going to fly. There is nothing good. This is disjointed. The group is gotta be bored. And kind of wrap it up and sit down and think, i failed. Only later to have somebody come up and say, that was exactly what I needed heard today. Uh, Or even come forward and want to be baptized. That happened to me once after the worst sermon I've ever preached. Lady came up and I said, can I help you? And she goes, I want to be baptized. And I I thought for a while and I said, when did you decide that? She said, well, it was what you were talking about today. And I couldn't let it go because I, I, I'm supposed to. But I, mean, I said, what would that have been? And w- when she told me what it was, I said, I don't think I said that. I think she was listening to the Holy Spirit. Do you, you, mm-hmm. you, Absolutely. You've had this experience? Yes, yes. Embracing the mystery of letting God do what he does. Um, mystery, the universe is mysterious. The heart is mysterious. In a Proverbs, how often does he say, you know, you can know this, but you can't know why an eagle flies or the heart of a woman. You know, um, it's, there are mysteries out there. I embrace mysteries. I don't need to figure it out. People ask me if there's life on other planets. I say, I don't know. I don't care. I can't get there. The distance is too big, but it doesn't bother me. Uh, I am I see this vast universe, and man, is it beautiful. I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures from the Webb telescope, but... I can just sit there and stare at him for hours. Why is it? Why is the universe? so? I don't know. When I preach a sermon, where's it? When we we yell rap, which we're about to do on this, this, uh, and end it, what is that? What happens to this? Is anybody going to listen to it? Is it going to do anything? Our job's not to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Our job's just to do our job and then let him do his. That's just, that's phenomenal. It,
1: it, it takes the, It
0: takes a burden. If,
1: yeah, if, if you've been taught that, um, that you have to have a body count, you know, of saved people, then you will, unless you artificially count, then you're going to be miserable all all the time, uh, um, because of the the fact. And then th- there are situations where people said, "Those who bring so many people and teach so many people and baptizing, you know, we're going <laughs> to give them this. Or I've seen give, that. Give them that." And I, it, you know, uh, you know, when you're young enough and immature enough that. You, you know <laughs> this. That, okay, that you know that. But then, as you start going through this, you realize that. Wait a minute. What is the reason that I'm that I'm that I'm that I'm doing this? And and we all know that we like to motivate people. You know, to bring somebody. Get, we, we get that part of it. But the flip side of it is, if we ever buy into it for what it's really saying, that's where Satan now is in control of the narrative. Yeah. You know, and and moving it. And then the other side is when, uh, you know, as you stated, as a person said, well, you, you know, I'm responding to, you know, to the Lord because of this, you said, and what, what <laughs> how, where, where, and exactly where do you say, and that lets you know that the Holy Spirit is guiding exactly. this to to hearers, you know, to, to hearers. Um, if, if you've ever played that, that, that game where you whisper something to a person in yes. their ear, and they whisper it to the next person. By the time it gets down to the 10th person, there may not even be one word of it that is the same. Right. You know, all of it. And so, you know, now the general overtone, oh, you were preaching about Jesus, or you were talking about the resurrection and stuff like that. Okay, that's over. And then what they lock into is where the Holy Spirit is directing them because that's where their struggle is, or that's where this, this thing in their mind is, and that's how it unfolds. And, and the great part of that is it takes us out of the, out of the position to say, I've got to convert this person uh, right. um, because I don't. I introduce them to Jesus and, and the Holy Spirit convicts and converts. And so if the Holy Spirit convicts and converts, I can't take back what the Holy Spirit has done because now I don't like where you're going. <laughs> Um, with this, or the fact that when a person struggles, you know, I said, I thought you were a Christian. All I gotta do is look back at myself, and you know, and, and say, okay, I understand where you are. Let's, you know, do you want to walk together, and let's go. And that's what this life journey um, is. It never was designed to become an evangelical movement that guided a political um, party, uh, um, it, it, because what. What this faith has are for people of Jesus, not for people of the United States or people of Italy or right. people of of Africa. It, it, I mean, you you've you've got state laws, you've got national laws, and hopefully you have moral and ethical people, you know, that are working with that, you know. But 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 this this Jesus thing is something that you volunteer you know, into because it's going to radically change, you know, your your life. And some people are not going to like it. And that's um, part of the thing that came up in the parables of it. There's some that don't like it because they don't love Jesus or they don't like like Jesus or they, for whatever reason that, that they are there or either some people have been beaten up enough. And I don't mean physically, oh, yeah. I mean mentally, spiritually, in, in different ways. They've been, they've just been brutalized in different parts of their life. And even, even now, you, you know, as you talk about Jesus using he, some people struggle with, with that, you, you know, and, and we had to understand that Jesus understands that, you, mm-hmm. you know, he understands that because of who he is, what he went through, you know, in his life. But we, we, we go forward. We have to go forward in it. We, we can't, we can't change who God is because this is not our world. This, this is God's world. That's
0: right. and, and
1: so, but he heals us, um, uh, through it.
0: He does. And we're, we're going to have to land it there. Uh, I feel like we could keep going, but, we try to be very respectful of your time. Thank you for being a part of us. And we look forward to joining you as we make our way through Mark chapter 4. Remember to um, send us any questions you've got. Info at rsafeharbor.com. Uh, subscribe, like, and have a wonderful Christ-filled evangelistic week. bringing the good news of Jesus.